so excited. I said, you know, we are always encouraging everybody, do something for God, serve God, work for God, help others, be there. It's not because we don't have problems, but it's because our problems have been given over to who can deal with it. Amen. The more you focus on your problems, doesn't make your problems go away. It just makes them look bigger. Amen. Hallelujah. So tell your neighbor, it's time to serve God. And on that note, turn your Bibles to Genesis. Next week, we are going to have a question and answer session. Amen. Amen. We are going to have a very interactive service. And um, it's going to be exciting. And um, between Reverend and I, we'll try as much as possible to answer. So if you have questions already existing, please send them to Pastor Sam, isn't it? Yeah. And it can be about anything. You see, because, you know, the, 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 sometimes we say, oh, uh, St. Valentine, Valentine, what's all that? But you see, God uses anything that the earth has. Do you understand? That's why we use Instagram. Now we put the messages on Facebook and all that. Yeah. And you realize that that month of February that we have decided as a church that we'll talk about relationships, we'll talk about love, we'll talk about... Because it is the real essence. In fact, I saw something written somewhere and I said, this is so true. It said... A truly loving relationship is the foundational element of any meaningful life. Do you want me to say it again? A truly loving relationship is the foundational element of any meaningful life. And then I added to it living and family. Any meaningful family must have a certain quality of love in it. Amen. And you realize that even the whole purpose of Christ, the whole purpose of life is actually based on relationship. Do you know that? Yeah. I know that most of the time, we, when we start talking about relationship, our mind just goes to boyfriend, girlfriend. or You see, come back, come back. Take a few steps back. Because... If the foundational relationships, such as mother, father, siblings, you know, um, friends, church. Do you know that as church, this is a relationship. This is a community. It's a whole community filled with more crazy people than not. Sorry. I didn't need to add that bit. Why did I add that bit? I don't even know. But this is a community. In our various chapels, our chapels are community. And what we develop is relationship. But because we don't realize that our eventual whatever marriage and all that stems out of the kind of relationships we have built and how we build them and what we regard as a good relationship or as a bad relationship. So I just thought that just to introduce us today, I don't know how much time we have, how far we can go, we'll go as far as we can. But I thought that let's understand the basics. Because I really don't think that it is right that somebody who can't say uh, A for apple, B for butterfly, <laughs> C for Chicago. <laughs> Obviously, I went to a totally different nursery. 
Somebody who can say A, B, C, D, then you give them pen and paper and so write um, an exposition on faith. <laughs> do you understand? Yeah. Because why, why do we say that? Because we assume that you have to first learn A plus B plus C plus D, isn't it? Before you put them together and then. And it is the same way that with life, we start life in a relationship. Do you know that when you come out of your mother's womb, you are in a relationship? Yeah. And then as you grow, two, three, four, you make nursery friends, you find nursery teacher, you become, go to school, whatever you go, you go to high school, you know, you're in a church or you're in a club or you're in the club, you have relationship. Amen. So if your if your if your sense of relationship or your appreciation of relationship is warped, by the time you have reached where you are getting married or you are going into a, you know, somebody was having an argument. Can I talk? Yeah, somebody was having an argument and said that some people were having a foolish argument. For me personally, especially when I see Christians, you know gyrating, eh, homosexuality is a sin, this, that, that, yeah. Then somebody was arguing with them, eh, but fornication is also a sin, all kinds of drama. Because when one foolishness meets one foolishness, it becomes a very huge foolishness. So, they, they, as they were having, uh, then one, and sometimes when people are talking, listen well, because it sounds intellectual, but it's wrong. So, the one person was like, well, you know, all this kind of thing, it's, it's the, the underlining thing is friendship. You know, and friendship is irrespective of gender because the essence of the fact that when somebody says I'm a gay, I'm le- it's, just, it's just that their friend is gay. And I, that is when I step in. I said, I beg to differ. I said, that level of relationships are all about sex. You are not a lesbian to sit with a girl. You are a lesbian to sleep with a girl. You are not, when you say, this is my boyfriend, or this is my girlfriend, or I'm engaged to this person. Preach, Gloria, preach. Or I'm engaged to this person. What you are saying is that sooner than later, we'll have sex. Oh, thank you, Auntie Sheila. Oh, are you both ready for this month? You should, you should be. You should be. Yeah. So, 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 you, so you come to realize that that particular element it's a totally different aspect of relationship. But we are so wired and we are so uh, confused and we are so misrepresented that as soon as we think of as soon as we think of relationship, as soon as we think of relationship, immediately our mind goes there. Do, do you understand? Because if I called anybody and I say, How are your relationships? You the person is going to say I'm single or Oh, by the grace of God, I'm married. Or, you know, they're not going to say, oh, my mom and I, or my dad and I, and you know, my sister and I, or you know, my roommate and I. But they are all relationships. And the healthier those relationships are, the better your marital relationship will be. Yeah. If you, you marry somebody who never knew how to cope with their siblings, you have no chance. You have no chance. 
Yeah. See, when, when you're dating somebody and then they make certain statements, don't throw them in the bin. It's going to be part of your future life soon. Yeah. Yeah. You see, when people say, hey, as for me, I'm not a morning person. It's a message. It's a, it's a, it's a complete message. I'm, I'm not a morning person. Or the person tells you, you see, it is not... It is not necessarily a bad thing. But what it is telling you that in the morning, mark and avoid. Do, 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 do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. When somebody tells you, as for me, I don't like noise in my space. I don't. Okay. Late after service, you can ask him whether somebody has told him that. Yeah. But if somebody tells you that I don't do kids, and you, you, you know that your mother is waiting for five kids, not even you, forget you. Your mother is... <laughs> your mother, your mother, your mother, your mother, your mother is waiting for five kids. And then you have got somebody who is telling you that I don't do kids. And then you find it cute. Yeah, we need a bell when we have to come to attention. There are some things that we have treated as trivial. There are some things that we haven't learned. There are some things we haven't understood. You know, and you realize that if you don't understand them, you don't shaping them right, you are going to suffer the consequences of them, whether you like it or not. I don't care how pretty they are, and I don't care how much they say they love you, but we will come to that. So Genesis chapter 2. So as I was saying, true love is the foundation, isn't it? Foundational element of a meaningful life. The other thing also is the fact that scientific studies have shown that isolation results in mental illness. Isolation results in mental illness. People lose their sense of reality. People become very depressed. In fact, people begin to, they did a test and they said after four or five days they had to stop it. Because the people who are undergoing the test began to hallucinate. Yeah. Then you can develop lack of sleep, anger, anxiety, and all that. You know, so we cannot also be isolated. In fact, you can never live in isolation. If you go to where the homeless people are, you see that they are not alone. Send Kiran to the foyer. Then the third reason why we are giving you all this background. So the first one is the fact that it's the foundational, fundamental. The second one is that isolation is not good. And the third one is that relationship drama equals relationship trauma. I know. I know. Relationship drama equals relationship trauma. Therefore, marriage drama 
equals marriage trauma. Church drama equals church trauma. Yeah. Everywhere there is drama, there is drama. Yeah. And sometimes you see that what starts the drama is a very small thing that becomes a very big thing. And every relationship, if it is not healthy, can easily become drama and cause trauma. There are people who never go to church now because of their experience of church drama. The church drama traumatized them. Yeah. And they have become um, unbelievers. And they will tell you that um, I watch live services. But right from Genesis chapter 2, we are finally there. Genesis, Genesis chapter 2. My, um, we will be getting, no, to, we are starting with King James because the message Bible, I have to use it uh, for the main passage. Hmm. Which is a good passage. Tell your neighbor it's a very good passage. Tell your neighbor, I've heard that the main passage is going to be a really good passage. Okay. Franca doesn't believe. Genesis 2, I'm going to read from verse 15. The Bible says that the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. And the Lord commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it you will certainly die. You know, human beings as we are, that is one of our problems. The thing they say we shouldn't touch, the thing they say we shouldn't eat, the place they say we shouldn't go, that is the one we want to see what is behind the curtain. The Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. It is not good. We can't be alone. But I want to emphasize something as we go along. That you can have company and be lonely. Those of us who are single and feel that by now we should be married. And sometimes we totally wear ourselves out and get totally depressed. Because we are alone. I'm just trying to reassure you that you may be alone but not lonely. And there are some people who are not alone but they are very lonely. And I think it is worse to have company and be lonely. There are marriages that are isolated. Two isolated people under one roof. And you see, when you are married, and like when you are single, where you can say, I'm bored, I'm visiting my friend, I'm going. Even though you are feeling lonely, because you are not alone, you cannot also go and hang out. Yeah. But because we cover it, we always assume that if you are not alone, it means you are not lonely. And you think also that it means that if I find somebody, all this, my loneliness will go. The equation doesn't necessarily work like that. (laughs) 
Because one of the weeks, we are going to be looking at when expectations are not met. Oh, as for this month, how many of us feel that it will be a good month? Yeah, I feel that it's going to rain. <laughs> Verse number 19. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. When I was reading this passage and something just hit me, that in Genesis chapter 1, the Bible talked about the fact that God formed man out of the ground. But God brought out animals out of the ground. He didn't form them. It's a message. So the man gave names to all the livestock and the birds and the sky and all the wild animals. But for Adam, not no suitable helper was found. Then when I was reading this, I said this, this theory that a dog is for life, a dog is a man's best friend. This scripture nullifies that essence of, yeah, he asked for me, no, people are bad. I just, a dog is not a suitable companion. Yeah, it can complement your relationship, but it cannot replace. The dog won't hurt you. The dog will not cause you pain. Hey, what I was about to say was so wrong. So, so, yeah. I'll leave it for Wednesday. I will leave it for Wednesday. For those of you who don't come on Wednesday, watch the podcast. Because what this also tells us that some relationships are helpful and some relationships are not helpful. He said for Adam, there was not found a suitable help, which means that the suitable help for Evelyn is different from the suitable help for Fred. That's why Fred married Sheila and Evelyn married William. Yeah. Married Christel. I was getting there, said, because as I was moving, that was the next one. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Evans. Just now, Evans market value is just going high, 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 high. I've been getting text messages, phone calls. Somebody asked me that, is he really spoken for? I said, hey, why are you taking this matter seriously like that? Why? Then I asked the person, do you like him? I said, if you like him, you have to go through a couple of hoops because Reverend has interviewed for you to find out whether you will make a suitable wife. Because, do you know Evans is a suitable? You see, you people, you laugh about these things. I remember a few years ago when uh, Pastor Sam used to be the main center. Bishop, 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 bishop. Yeah, after he married, we didn't say it again because it was our advertisement. We moved on. Yeah. Uh, starting from Prince. Bishop. Who Prince? Yeah. So now that Evans, Evans, he likes DT. DT, DT, DT. So you see, when people text me, I check whether they are DT, and I'm like, hmm. 
Hey, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Yeah. But what it also means is that Evans has become my case study. What it also means is that <laughs> anybody Evans brings, we have to, or anybody we bring to Evans, because it goes both ways. I mean, he can bring, we can bring. You can also bring to him. I mean, can all bring. <laughs> Reverend said that. I didn't say that. So, But we have to check if the person is suitable. Verse number 21. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man and he brought her to the man. And the man said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called wow, man. Wow, 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 wow. God, he did a good job. For she was taken out of man. And that is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh. Adam and his wife were both naked, and they felt no shame. Adam and his wife, it wasn't Adam and his girlfriend. That was just the end of the verse, and I saw it, yeah. You know, every time we read this passage, I remind the brothers that just by scripture, it says that God formed the man out of the dust, but the woman, he formed out of the rib of the man. That is why men can be so callous and so, and the women like comfort, you know, because they didn't see sand. They were refined. So please, when you are in courting somebody, when you marry, stop treating your wife like a man. She was made by the rabosha. Oh, we'll get to, oh. Thou shalt not fear. It is inside scripture. And that is why as a woman, enjoy the comfort that God has graciously. This by force, you want to become a man. You want to become a man for what? Enjoy your femininity. Is that a good word? Yeah, something like that. Enjoy it. Celebrate it. I say this all the time. If the whole world was full of men, all you see is trousers. I mean, apart from trousers and shorts, what can they wear? Can you imagine the whole world? All we see is just straight. The reason why he said, whoa, man, was because he saw the 33, 18, 33. He saw the Coca-Cola. He was like, man, this is the doing of the Lord. And it is marvelous in our sight. But we do not appreciate it. I'm starting from Genesis. I'm going somewhere. But I'm trying to let us know that God never meant us to be isolated. We were born, brought onto this earth into relationship. 
It is by virtue of some two people's relationship that you are even in existence. And you are in relationship till you die. And even in your death, you are in relationship because some people have to decide to bury you. Unless Omega is present. And you see, even by Genesis, we just know that all the parts of the relationship are different and bring something different into it. And everyone's part is equally important. And you find even Christians making the most absolutely ridiculous arguments that um, uh, the woman is uh, subjected, she's a lesser, really, read your Bible well. Because when you get there, you say that, you say, deal with them because they are the weaker vessel. They didn't say they are the weaker. Because when you say the weaker vessel, do you know why? Because we are softer. They are made of clay. We are made of flesh. Shaba. And that is why you realize that men may be physically stronger, but a lot of time they are not emotionally strong. Yeah. You'll be surprised that, you know, when you leave your children with your husband, they have to go through a process because the husband can operate one function at a time. This kind of I'm breastfeeding, I'm hoovering, and then I'm stirring the stew. You know, it's a calling and it's a gift. And you can't define that that is a weaker thing. If you see a man who has had a cat and the way he's screaming, you just imagine that if he's in labor. Okay, it's just an imagination. I'm just proud of it. When I finish, I'll give the microphone. Because, you see, I'm saying this because we try and, the women try and rise to a place God has not called you to. On a path God has not called you to. And the path you have is nicer, it's enjoyable, and it will take you as high as you want it to be. Yeah. If you ask anybody who is married, who has tried to become the man. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, anything that has two heads is a beast. If you see a dog with two heads. See a human being with two heads. But you see, that is how the devil always gets to us. Because he will always just put a drop of poison in a glass of very clean water. Then the whole thing becomes poisonous. And because the world has now got a stronger mouth, they they frustrate us in our education. You see, because when you go to universities and things, they promote liberalism, not faith. In fact, their whole aim is to disprove anything to do with God. But if you even look at those who call themselves scientists, these Evans and Francis and all these kind of scientists. Yeah. Yeah. What is science? Science is the study of what God has created. And that is why a lot of the time, by the time they found their uh, results, the answer is in chapter uh, chapter 14 of Psalm. I'm preaching to somebody that anything you study in the house of God or when you are reading your Bible, you will come to realize that it supersedes anything else you study. The other things we study are supposed to complement. They are not supposed to come and replace. And that is why relationships have become so messed up because we think that God didn't know when he was putting the order there. 
listen, by the end of February, we will all be healed, strengthened, and well. Yeah. And you see, some things I have to tell you. If Reverend tells you, see, the masculine man, the man, he doesn't know how we feel. Hey, I know how you feel. I know how you feel. Yeah. And you see, yeah, what's that saying? I went to a school for seven years where the main aim was to train you to become a strong woman and not listen to anybody. <laughs> that was the mission of the school. Because in their attempt to raise strong women, whatever, they ended up raising very cantankerous, quarrelsome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm preaching, Reverend. I will preach. Yeah. If you say one, I'll say two. If you say, if you, I would, listen, nobody, listen, I make my own money. Listen, yeah, you make your own money, sleep in your own bed. Sorry, sorry. Uh-huh. See, we have to start, we have to stop looking at things. Last year, towards the end of last year, I was preaching about shallowness, isn't it? Yeah, we have to stop looking at things in such a superficial, and then when they throw it at us, we just catch it. And then we are messing up the young ladies. And then you have someone already married and they're also totally messed up. The only way any relationship will work well is when both of you have an appreciation. Listen, the theme for this whole series is called flaws. You know, because I'm going to help us to appreciate our flaws. And I'm going to help us to realize that the fact that somebody has flaws doesn't mean that they don't make a good wife or they don't make a good husband. Yeah. The fact that you are in a church where we have flaws doesn't mean we are not a good church. We are a good church. In fact, we are a very good church. <laughs> Listen, we raise good girls. Yeah. We transform ordinary girls into good, excellent girls. We transform ordinary men into good, amazing men who become good husbands in spite of their flaws. Yes. Yes. Psalm 68. Put it up, verse 5 and 6. If you have the NIV, the Bible says that he places the lonely in families. There is something about it that God knows that we all need relationships. Yeah, he's a father of the fatherless, a defender of widows is God in his holy habitation. God sets the solitary, the lonely in families. He brings out those who are bound into prosperity. But the rebellious dwell in a dry land. God's mission is that nobody, that is why he instituted the church. Some of you will never appreciate the value of the church till you begin to relate with people in society here in England. I think it was last year, Easter, or two years ago when we did that egg thing. Two years, yeah, we delivered Easter eggs. Knocked on a couple of doors. The old lady had not spoken to 
anybody the whole season. What a joy for her standing there with her one egg. But you see, when you have become a Christian for a while, you take it for granted. You, you, you assume that everybody have, have people they can just call, they can just send a message, they can, you know, who will check up on them, they can call and say, I'm tired, I'm bored, I'm frustrated. Do you have a moment? Do you want to go for a coffee? No. Let me tell you, even to have somebody around you that you can fight with, it's a blessing. When we were in ministry for a while and then sometimes I'll travel, my husband will travel. That is when I appreciate, I said, where is he? Whom I so love be, be, Because you realize that even to be able to say, why didn't you eat the food? It's not there. It's not there. I think there was a woman who gave a testimony once. When her husband died, she went for a pastor's wife's meeting and she was telling them. She said when her husband died, the one thing she missed was that she didn't have anybody to quarrel with. See, some of you, you don't appreciate a lot of things that are your blessing. Because what I'm saying, you can't even appreciate. Listen, even marital quarrels, they can end in bliss. <laughs> preach, pastor, preach. I'm, I'm praying for all of us because I want our I, I want our attitude towards relationships to change. And I want us to put in more effort into the relationships we have. And at the same time too, I want us to get rid of relationships that don't fall into any of these categories. All these kind of ray ray and things. Get rid of them. They have to go. You see, because you can't even have some of this discussion with them. It is true. It is true. It is true. Yeah. Some people have by day. Some people have it by week. As for me, when I meet somebody within 24 hours, sharp, sharp. Some people extend it within one week, sharp, sharp. Some people extend. Yeah. And when you are dealing with a really bad boy, he will tell you, I'm waiting patiently on you. Then, then the fickle Christian sister will be like, oh, he's not forcing me. Are you crazy? He's setting a trap for you. Yeah. He will see you off to your door and say, no, I'm not going to come in. You see, if he tells you, I'm not going to come in like three times, on the fourth time, you are going to say, oh, it's okay, just have coffee. Um, listen. Listen. When we are not careful, we just become totally messed up. We are married, but we don't know whether to treat our husband as a husband, as a brother, as a friend, as a prostitute, as a we don't know what we don't know what to do with him. Because sometimes instead of going where you ought to go, you tell him that I'm praying. 
The people that you should be praying with. <laughs> Songs of Solomon. Oh, it is a book in the Bible. And it is a book that many of you, you've been going to church for many years. Pastors are afraid to even open it. You've come to the right church. Because you see, as we develop all our relationship with our sibling. Ah, Joel, do you have the video of the little boy and his little uh, baby sister? As we develop those kind of um, relationships, you must appreciate all the forms and know where it gets to. And Songs of Solomon is a book in the Bible. In fact, it is one of the wisdom books. We have a few minutes, so I'm going to quickly run through and just give you an overview of what the book entails. And then next week, we shall walk into it. We'll walk because we don't want to run. We want to see. And one of the things about it is that, do you have the video? Press play. You see, I was just showing you that from a very young age, relationships are. God is good. Mm. How many of you enjoy that? Yeah. And this is, this is a relationship. This is a family relationship. Yeah. And then I had another video because you see sometimes there are people in our lives that we should have relationships with but we despise them or because we feel that there's something wrong with them. We are even selective in our choice. That's why I say we are going to talk about flaws and we are not going to be afraid to talk about it. Because sometimes, and from a young age, you see that people shun people who have a disability. But they also need a relationship. They also need a best friend. They also need a good friend. They also need somebody they can count on. Yeah, do you have the other video? I never used to accept myself. So, my mom used to tell me every day that I love you, I love you, I love you. My name is Angel Anjiro. I am 14 years old. I was born with my head like this the way it is. Yes. And plus a condition known as congenital hydrocephalus. Mm -hmm. The doctor told my mom that 
I mean, I, when they kawa, mnezakwa, mlemavu. But all those things did not come true. Yeah. 2016, mm -hmm. I released my first song. It's called Natakajua because I used to ask my mom a lot of questions. Mom, why, why am I different from other people? Why, why is it that when I pass, people laugh at me? So, how can I apart from Yesterday, there was a person who just laughed at me because of how I look. Mm. But, you know, I nilianza kulia too. Mm. So how did you overcome that? You ignore. You ignore? Yeah. You ignore and ignore yeah. and ignore. Yeah. people laugh, you ignore them. Na ignore. Kwani, what else can you do with the kids who are disabled? Accept yourself just as you are created. And no matter what, if people laugh at you, don't don't rely on them so much. Because, hata kumba, ni mungu. So, you accept yourself and um, never give up. Yeah. I pray that as we go through this season, we are going to embrace a lot more people. Even as a church. Even as a church. If somebody comes in here and maybe the person is smelling of drugs or alcohol or something, then we... We, we don't want to get the person into our space. We don't want the person to come around us. We just sort of feel that, well, till they are washed clean, until they are, you know, they are not like us. But how are we? Listen, let's rise up onto our feet.